Okay, it is 2.15 a.m. on Sunday, the 11th of June, 2018. I have work tomorrow. Uh, this press conference kicks off in about a quarter of an hour. It probably will last at least an hour. Which means I'm going to be a very tired boy tomorrow. But it's all worth it because I get to watch E3. We are E3. super early. I'm what genuinely shocked we're the only ones going here. Win on? But best seats in the house. It's pre-show. Okay, it's just a pre-show. I was worried it was starting early. <laughs> um oh. Yeah, so I got work tomorrow, but I'm here watching this Bethesda E3 press conference because it's once a fucking year. Um, And what else am I going to do? Sleep? (sighs) Fuck that shit. So, uh, Bethesda. Last year, they kind of took me by surprise. I thought it was going to be a pretty nothing conference. Um, But they had, like... The new Wolfenstein and stuff. They always find a way to sort of surprise me. So uh, obviously we're going to see a bunch of Fallout 76 stuff, which I'm proper frothing at the gash for. Might be some Elder Scrolls Online stuff, which fine. Might be something crazy. Some kind of new Wolfenstein, some kind of new Doom. Some kind of new Instagram. something. Probably I don't Snapchat. fucking know. I don't know. All I know is, I uh, apart from Fallout 76, I don't actually yet. know what so to expect. Totally awesome. So for me, really Bethesda could potentially have a bit of a dark horse of a press conference here. I'm looking forward to it. So I'm going to uh, pause this and I'm going to restart when the press conference kicks off officially. Alright, seems like we're about to get kicking off got a 30 second countdown the pre-show wasn't actually that bad the um i'm watching on youtube and just somebody in the fucking youtube chat just constantly kept typing the word cringe and it's like i mean it's pretty cringe but like you would you typed it in the middle of the fallout 76 teaser from last week like what was cringe about that <laughs> fucking nothing right This is Bethesda. We come from different I need backgrounds. To double check, I'm actually recording. From different countries. I am. Good. We have different interests. And different points of view. We aren't all developers, but it takes all of us, every one of us, to make these games. I don't mind stuff like this. We take very seriously. break things and fix things that are broken we keep the teams happy and fed we keep our fans happy and on the edge of their seats we keep the books balanced discover new talent and interact with our community most of all 
we work together as old friends and new. I think this kind of stuff's nice. I could see why some people would be very cynical about it, but... Games as diverse as the people who make them and play them. We're not just living the dream. We're creating it. We are all... Bethesda Softworks, how may I direct your call? Mm-hmm. You can start the show. Right, yes, this sizzle reel has reminded me of a lot of games Bethesda have that you would completely forget about. Nothing new yet, though. Which, I mean, makes sense. Why would you re reveal something new in the fucking opening montage? This stage setup is crazy. And now, please welcome Bethesda's global senior vice president, Pete Hines. Thank you. They have stuff set up for a Thank band. Thank you guys very much. You sound good. News to I love me. You, too. you look good. You guys ready to go? As Paula said, my name is Pete Hines, and I'm delighted to be back on stage for Bethesda's fourth annual E3 showcase. Now, we've got all kinds of surprises in store for you tonight, so whether you're here with us in the audience or you're one of the millions who are watching around the world, settle in, get ready for the very best in gaming. All right, I'm settled in, but like, Make it quick because I got work our tomorrow. Theme here is Create, <laughs> and it's a theme embraced by our 10 studios spread oh, around the globe, God. the incredibly talented folks who make the Bethesda games that you'll soon be playing. But as you saw in our intro video, it's not just developers. Everyone at Bethesda is a part of the team that brings our games to life, and that extends to all of you because we create the worlds, but you create your own adventures, stories, and experiences. And it's your passion for games that drives us every day to strive for excellence. <laughs> the past year has been an exciting one for Bethesda as we released some of the best games of 2017. Games like Prey, Dishonored Death of the Outsider, The Evil Within 2, Wolfenstein 2. We even released exciting updates for The Elder Scrolls Online. We brought, we brought full open-world VR with Fallout 4 and Skyrim, plus Doom VFR. Oh, Skyrim VR is so good. we even released our first two games for the Nintendo Switch. So we were thrilled when Metacritic named us the top publisher in the industry with the highest overall review scores across all of our games. But... Tonight is about the future. We're here to show you where we're headed and the games that we're creating that you'll soon be playing, the worlds that you'll be inhabiting in the next year and beyond. So, 
We're starting with a game that we announced a few weeks ago through our friends at Walmart Canada. <laughs> That's good. That's good stuff. Perhaps best known for their low prices and ability to keep a secret. So let's get things started with a look at Rage 2. That's just good writing and well like performed as well. You can't teach that shit. You either got it or you don't. Pete Hines has got it. Who the f oh, is that fucking Andrew WK? Alright! Oh god. My name's Andrew WK! Oh, yeah. Ah, shit. I'm not into this. Are you ready to rage? I said, are you ready to rage? I get it. You? You ready to rage? But. Are you ready to rage? Not for me. Let's have some fun! Come on, EJ! We got Well, I can't put this up on YouTube. Copyright's gonna gonna claim this within milliseconds. Ah, to be honest, I'm probably not gonna put any of this on YouTube. I put the um, EAs up on YouTube. No views. Very fucking enough. But uh, it takes so much longer than you would want to just like render a video, even. All they do is put a static image as the actual video and put the podcast audio and it still takes fucking ages. <sighs> I would like to know that they're not showing any Rage 2 stuff. There's some on a big screen but it's not really of any consequence. I think the biggest issue I have with Rage 2 and then marketing it in this kind of brightly coloured Andrew WK way is that the footage they've shown off the game looks nothing like this tone. It's not like, you know, when they when Borderlands 2 had this trailer with all the dubstep, the tone of that game matches that kind of wacky trailer. Rage 2 looks like it's going to be a serious post-apocalyptic game. Tonally, I just don't get it at all. <sighs> it was good of Andrew WK to uh, to choose his one song he has that all his songs sound like. The crowd are enjoying it. I, that's the important thing. It's very easy for me to sat here in fucking Manchester, England, judge this shit. But if you're in that room, I bet it's pretty good. Uh, maybe it's not. Some people <laughs> don't look like they're having a great time.
Nothing to do with Rage 2. Literally nothing. Let's give it up again for Andrew WK, the perfect song for Rage 2. Not from what I've seen, Paul. Hi, everyone. My name is Tim Willits, and I am the studio director at id Software. And I'm Magnus Nedvorsky, game director at Avalanche Studios. He's crying. And we're here to say <laughs> Fair enough, that Rage but... is back. Uh, I now, didn't we want had it to be back. A ton I hated the first Rage. Ideas, I hated uh, it so much. We started planning Rage 2. And we needed the right studio to bring our vision to life. Now, we've admired the open world chaos in all of Avalanche Studios games. And as we're about to show you, they delivered big time. <laughs> he's, he's tall. <laughs> Well, thank you, Tim. <laughs> he's having a lot of trouble. Yeah! <laughs> he's forgot what he's gonna say, maybe? Well, speaking for everyone at Avalanche Studios, this is really a dream to come true for us. The world of Rage 2 is perfect for our style of gameplay. But even more exciting than that has been to work with these guys that did software. These guys invented the first-person shooter. And they still make the best shooters out there. He, so it's been a really great he looks like he should to bring you be a pretty confident guy. I don't know why I think that. Ever played. So Rage 2 transports players into a dystopian future, devoid of society, law, and order. Now, you play as Walker, the last ranger of the wasteland. Now, you know, I can talk all night about our guns, the powers you'll use, the vehicle combat, and of you course... You should do that. You should you know, definitely crazy, tell us about those uh, things. World. But I know that you are here to see the game. Well, not only do we have Rage 2 playable at our booth at E3, but we've got for you an extended look at the world and gameplay of Rage 2. Let's check it out right now. Yeah. Okay. Maybe this will be a better look than I've seen, but I... what I've seen was not good. In my opinion. Like, tonally, it just didn't match the whole Andrew WK type bullshit. God turned his back on humanity long ago. It wasn't a war. It wasn't global warming. It was a fucking asteroid. I was born in this shithole. Parents murdered an orphan of this wasteland. See what I mean? The army of mutants killed everyone I ever loved. All that's left is hate. The tone is not 
fear. This isn't and the need for survival. what you're going for. You're trying to force a tone that the game doesn't have. Some part of growing up was watching everything get taken from me. I stood by, did nothing. No part of this is like, now, yeah, fun shooty time. Of this wasteland, and there's only one thing left to do. Hello, E3, and welcome to the world of Rage 2. In a moment, we'll dive headfirst into the Eden Spaceport mission, where Walker, our main protagonist, is out to find a rare artifact that will aid him in his quest to take down the Authority. Hey, it looks graphically decent. Approaching the Eden Space Center. Ah, yes, I forgot to say. It might be overrun by bandits. The Goon Squad, to be precise. His vehicle stuff looks pretty uninspiring, so. Pulling down the eco pod from orbit and securing the untainted nanotrites therein. It's very hard to make vehicle stuff look exciting, I find. Because you know exactly how it's going to control, so. Doctor, made it to the space center. Yeah. Keep your wits about you, Walker. The Goon Squad may look whimsical, laughable even, but believe me, behind their playful appearance, they are very, very dangerous. Again, this is... Where's the crazy music now, eh? Where's the tone? This is just... Murdering people. By a character that sounds like he has no joy in his life. These weapons don't look that... Crazy. I don't know why they thought this would be the right way to go with this game. Just advertise it as Rage 2. Don't try and make it seem like it's going to be this fun anarchy time, like almost bullet storm-esque thing. When you're just showing me a pretty seriously toned first person shooter right now. I I'm not gonna play this. This looks exactly like the game that I would hate. Excellent. Now look for the central computer. Call of shooting looks really boring. 
like sort of devoid of any charm. It all just feels very clinical. They, but, so it's like clinical, but it's trying to look like it isn't. If that makes sense. I don't know why I feel that way, but. Walker's gonna get a bit of a boost today. Just like the doc said, forty years. Should be a problem. Holy shit! Sorry, I'm not saying much. I'm just kind of bored. There's not much to say. Look, it's a bullet sponge. We've never seen that in one of these games. What? No, you haven't earned this tone. You're just inserting this song over the the same type of gameplay we just watched, which we know wasn't this tone. Fuck off. So fucking cheap. And for them to, to come out and say, this song is the perfect song to describe Rage 2, when Rage 2 is nothing like this. Do they think we're stupid? Why do they think we're stupid? We just watched the gameplay and it wasn't that. Just don't lie, it's fucking easy. From Bethesda Softworks, Christian Van Hoos. <sighs> well, fucking I hope Rage sees a massive flop like the first Christian one. Van Fuck Hoos you. That's really annoyed me. Legends. For the for the past year, we've taken what I think is the best digital card game and made it even better. New cards, new modes, new ways to play, and much more. But we wanted to push ourselves even further. So tonight, I'm thrilled to announce that we will soon be relaunching the Elder Scrolls Legends with brand new, totally overhauled visuals. I'm also very excited to let you all know that Legends will be available later this year on Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. I haven't played any Legends. I like There's a good no card game, to wait but to play the game I haven't Apple played it. Awarded best of the year in 2017. Download The Elder Scrolls Legends for free and join me tonight on PC, mobile, or tablet. And any progress you make in the game will be carried over to the console versions through <laughs> your BethesdaNet account. <coughs> And now, let's take a look at the future of Legends and see why this isn't just my favorite card game, but will soon be yours as well. It starts small. One game is all it takes. But Legends never stay simple. Never stay small. I feel like they really need to sell me on Legends. This is story. This is competition. This is easy to pick up. This is hard to put down. This is a five-minute train ride. This is a five-hour marathon. 
This is for any way you play. This is for anywhere you play. This is for strategy fans. This is for those who want magic at their fingertips. This is for those who want. They said it was overhauled visuals. This is I've not seen anything legends are born. impressive this yet. Is for you. Ooh. Okay. Earlier I was yawning because I was just tired. Now I'm yawning because I'm a little bored. But I know Fallout is coming, so. Oh, a bit of Elder Scrolls Online. Alright. More people need to play this. I've already said that earlier today in the Microsoft one. I'm the game director on the Elder Scrolls Online. Thank you. Uh, before I get started tonight, I just want to uh, do a shout out. It was really great we started the showcase tonight with a video highlighting uh, the really talented people that work behind the scenes to make all of these great games possible. Right? You, do, what, you didn't... Why did you wait for a clap there? You just said a statement. So standing here on stage, I'm representing <sighs> a whole lot of amazing people at <sighs> Cinemax Online Studios that I go to work with every day. Very irritable right now, apparently. So... I go to work with them every day, but at night, I go home, log into Elder Scrolls Online, and I get to play Have games with you guys, the best gaming community in online gaming. We, we are such big fans of what we do. We play the games just as, uh, you know, we make them, and, and we play them just as much as you guys do. It's what we do. Um, you know, so you might not know it, but... We're right there alongside. I'm playing there with you. Get on with it, mate. I'm exploring Tamriel, questing. It's five to three in the fucking morning, pal. PvPing, stabbing. I don't care what level your fucking warlock is. And I'm really humbled to say that the Elder Scrolls Online community just keeps getting bigger. We're over 11 million players now. And over a million of those came in just the last year alone. Don't wait for applause that no. Keep talking, sir. So last year was really great for us in a whole lot of ways. We were named MMO of the Year for the third straight year. <laughs> we released Morrowind. A lot of great DLC and just last week we we released Somerset, the latest chapter in the Elder Scrolls Online. Don't have this guy on again next year. He's not. It's been, he's it's not been, built for it. You know, received with great critical acclaim. Everyone loves it. You get to travel to the island home of the High Elves for the first time in 20 years. Um, it's great for new players. If in the off chance you aren't playing Elder Scrolls Online, this is a great chance to jump in and play. Um, and of course, all you veteran ESO fans are already there. But we're not done there. Uh, we make we make DLC every quarter for uh, for and and chapters. You know, content comes out so regularly for Elder Scrolls Online. We're already working on our great plans for next year. But before that, the next DLC coming out is a dungeon DLC named Wolf Hunter, based on werewolves. Oh, great! That's what we wanted. And later this year, we have a story DLC named Merkmire. We're going back to Black Marsh. So you guys have all been asking for a deeper dive into Argonian lore and culture. You're going to see it later this year. Yeah. 
So there's one theme that runs through all of the Elder Scrolls Online's content, and that is great storytelling. From the launch game through all the DLC and chapters, it's, true. it's really, really what, what holds the game together. I didn't like it the first time I played it, the and then I came back to it for you guys probably like a year later and started paying attention to like the writing of the quests, and it was actually really well written. So, I'm going to leave you That's tonight with a video highlighting it. just some of the amazing stories and memorable characters that you'll meet on your ESO journey. Thanks, everyone. See you in Tamriel. I hope they don't have you back next year, Paul. Bad job. Maybe that's Ash, but whatever. Thinking this is probably spoilers. The stuff they're showing here. Well, I mean, it's my own fault, right? The game's been out for like three years. I've not played a huge amount of it. That's my own fault. My problem is I never want to play MMOs on my own. And when you're waiting for someone else to play it, you never get through a huge amount each time. And other stuff comes out. But I, I really like it, so it's a really good game. I feel like it's like the ninth time, time I've said that today. I really like this music as well. Maybe hearing this on a later episode of the Game Central podcast. Them putting this out on um, Xbox Game Pass is so clever by Bethesda as well. I'm just going to bring so many new people to the game that wouldn't have otherwise played it. And, you know, when you've got like an in game item store and DLCs and stuff, it's just a smart way to make money. This Doom, the most overrated game of the past three years. Yep. Man, I was so bored playing Doom. I don't think I had any fun with it. It was just the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. It was 
fucking lame. I don't understand what anyone liked about that game. Okay, that's a word you don't see much in game titles, so well done. Thanks so much. Could have been Amongst Doom Redemption. Producer of Doom Eternal. <laughs> Doom Infinite would have been hilarious. Um, Martin, creative director on Doom Eternal. Hugo Martin looks like a fucking brick <laughs> shithouse of a man. Fuck me. We launched our you kicked the shit out of you. blown away by your support and excitement for the game. Thank you. In fact, it's a combination of your passion and our team's love of making Doom that has motivated us to deliver even more. So we're back to announce Doom Eternal. No, keep talking. We don't know what it is yet. You need to tell us what it is. An awesome, awesome new sequel to Doom. There you go. For the past That's why you should have waited for a chair, you noob. So inspiring to hear you guys talk about you what kick you'd the like shit to see out of me, but you're a noob. And I gotta tell you, we're right there with you. Like, you want the Doom Slayer to feel even more powerful? <laughs> well, we got it. <laughs> you want even more badass demons? Well, there are twice as many in this game. Oh, so what? Twelve? <laughs> Fuck men. Well, we, we just teased it. <laughs> but what we're most excited about is to show you some of the things that you might not be expecting. That's right, including a ton of features that we'll have to save for later because our team will be debuting Doom Eternal at QuakeCon this August. <laughs> We'd love for you to join us live in Dallas, yeah, or of course you can tune in online to catch all the fun. But until then, we want to thank everyone who continues to play Doom. Thanks, everyone. Thank no you. one continues to play Doom. You've got to release a new one for people to play it. Oh, the Quake logo, more shit, I don't care about. They're making my balls seriously bleed for Fallout 76 right now. Just like a little hype or like crazy hype right now, right? God, every okay. single person that comes out has to get their own fucking Thanks. applause break. Hi. Fuck off. I'm Joshua Boyle, community manager for Quake Champions. Don't don't Thank wait. No much. one cares who you are. Keep Ever going. Ever since the first Quake title was released, well, the other, in I feel like the other press conferences weren't anywhere near this you, bad. The players. People coming out That's expecting like a fucking standing ovation. Which has evolved with community in mind. And will always tell people be your fucking job title than wait for the applause. That's fucking shooter, obnoxious. Period. And even though it showed a video of you and your kids at the start, it makes you seem like a bit of a twat. That's not the only tradition that Quake's continuing. These days we're hearing a lot of talk about esports, but Quake oh, has been there from the very beginning. No, it hasn't. In fact, we started hosting competitions at QuakeCon over 20 years ago. Yeah, I don't know if that counts. Here for QuakeCon. Let's hear it for QuakeCon. expand on our legacy as the original eSport with everything from intense grassroots competitions to major tournaments at QuakeCon and DreamHack Winter. Oh. <laughs> Your pacing's all off, pal. 
We've been doing this for a long time, and we're continuing to build with more competitions for more players. Oh, I see before. Daniel Dwyer in the crowd. What's that guy but from PlayStation? Guys, Adam Boys, he's stop, sat next to. Until we've delivered a game that's fun for everyone. Often a proper little Whether chat. You're a quick dad They're more interested than the to the arena. <laughs> shit going on. That's why we just added a bunch of new features to make it even easier for you and your friends to jump in and get good together. <laughs> Look at him, he's giddy to announce. What the fuck are you going to announce? We're still in early access. It's going to be your fucking Battle Royale mode, come. All of you into the arena. For this week only, we're opening up Quake Champions to everyone through a trial of our free-to-play version before it even launches. Wait, what? You're doing us such a fucking favor? Plus, if you get in a trial of your free week, version. You can stay and keep playing Quake Champions for free even after the trial closes. So it's free! Just fucking say that! So head to Quake.com Just make it free! playing with me and all of my Quake family tonight. If you say, if you just say it's free, you don't need the last 90 seconds don't of you chatting shit. To join one of the most passionate and welcoming communities in gaming. Now, for a taste of what you'll be playing tonight, after our showcase is over, check out our new trailer for Quake Champions. Oh god, this has all been pretty unsufferable from the people who've come on stage. That guy was the worst so far. I think this is my first time seeing Quake Champions. Wait, is Quake Champions garbage? Because it looks garbage? Oh god. Yeah, it's garbage. there be interesting. Your next game needs to be somewhat good. Why bother saying So it flashes up play free now June 10th to June 17th. Well you just told us if we download it then it's free until the game comes out, which is free to play, so I don't I don't understand. It's, how is it this difficult to market properly? Hello E3. Oh, I never played Prey either. Here in Austin, Texas. <laughs> it's been one year since we launched Prey, and we want to send a big thanks to our incredible fan base for your support. We've been so inspired by your passion and enthusiasm, and as a way of showing our appreciation, we're rolling out a huge free update for Prey tonight. Oh, cool. The next time you fire up Prey, you're gonna see three new modes. Story mode, 
New Game Plus, which was a big fan request, and Survival Mode, which should be an interesting challenge for right. our most hardcore fans. It didn't have New Game Plus. But that's just the beginning. We are really excited to Why? tell everyone that we've also been working on a new Why Prey DLC. Why is this a, you doing us a favor? Called Moon Crash. It's a new twist on Prey where the enemies, hazards, and loot are all different each time you play. We're so excited. We can't wait to show what? <laughs> The moon is a harsh mistress. The longer you're here, like the idea that she was like New Game Plus, which was a big fan request. Of course, it fucking was. If you thought people were going to enjoy your game, why would they not want a fucking New Game Plus? Why did you not build it in from the fucking beginning? It can't be that hard, right? Let them play again, but with all the shit they already. As a matter of fact, why wasn't it released DLC for free two days after the game came out? How hard is it? I mean, maybe it's fucking so hard. Even if it is, work on it for like a month, non-stop. Again, they're trying to force this theme. Of like, oh look how a game is so fun with a weird song, but it's not the tone at all. If it was, then great. If you know, like the example I gave earlier, if this was a trailer for Battlefield and it had this song, not Battlefield, sorry, fucking hell, but uh, uh, Borderlands, and it had this song then that would work perfectly fine. But this sort of pseudo-horror game, it's a bit survivally. Why is this an appropriate song? No one's like tricked by this. All right, before we begin, yes, mom, I'm still alive, no. I'm not a mimic. Hang on. Hilarious. There. I just want to make sure nobody tries to smack you because I saw Pete Hines with a wrench backstage a second ago. <laughs> Thank you, part of that speed. God. So, <laughs> like all arcade games, Prey is about playing your own way, and Moon Crash is no exception. So you just saw a lot of cool stuff that's available tonight, but we're not done yet. We have one more surprise coming later this summer called Typhon Hunter. Typhon Hunter is a lethal game of hide and seek where one player goes head to head against five other players who get to be mimics. And just like in Prey, the mimic players can disguise themselves as everyday objects. So, you know, things like a chair, a coffee mug, a space banana, whatever works. But definitely not a coworker, right, Susan? Absolutely not. <laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
Typhon Hunter is a tense multiplayer mode that requires teamwork and improvisation and a very high tolerance for it's all scares. It's all very Before much go, stuff that I just want to say thanks on behalf people would of the think whole would play well at Arcane Studios to all of our fans around the world. If you watched these a lot, you realize it's it was never gonna play well. And we are constantly inspired by your creativity and enthusiasm. Thank you so much, everyone. That guy's got a cool jacket t-shirt combo going though. I'm jealous of his jacket, and I would wear it myself. Please welcome Jens Mattis and Jurt Gustafsson. Hello, friends. Uh, I'm Jens Mattis, the creative director at Machine Games. And I'm Jarek Gustafsson, executive producer Oh, his name's That's unfortunate. Last year, millions of you took to the streets and sparked a revolution in Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus. I did want to play Wolfenstein 2, I just never got around to it. As BJ Blazkowicz, you and then by the time the I could have got around to it, I'd already heard all the story stuff you could do anyway. Like <laughs> <laughs> I just said, fuck. So this shit's kicking off. Thank you for embracing our game. Uh, we were honored to win Best Action Game at the Game Awards last December. And we are excited to bring Wolfenstein 2 to Nintendo Switch on June 29th, so you can fight the Nazis oh, on soon. the go. Did we know it was that soon? It's like three and weeks and a bit. Wolfenstein Revolution continues with our next project, which leaps ahead in time to tell the tale of BJ's twin daughters. Ooh, that's a cool concept. Set in the 1980s in Paris, Wolfenstein Youngblood pushes the story forward. That's like a James Bond font. That's really interesting. And because this game features BJ's twin daughters, Wolfenstein Youngblood will be a co-op experience. That's cool. So, while you can play it solo, you can also join with a friend to save the world together. That's what co means. Resistance yeah. is counting on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hollybos, let's check it out. <laughs> oh, nice, they have a trailer, cool. I was worried it would just be a description. Listen, children. I've been fighting all my life for this world. It never ends. They're gonna send everything they have at you. To survive, you have to embrace the suffering. To stand up and carry it. It's not about the pain you can deal. It's about how much you can take. It's do or die, sis. Just like Papa taught us. See, now I feel like this is a game that would have benefited from the uh, from the more upbeat song trailer treatment. Oh, no gameplay for it. That's a bit of a shame, but... Hi! 
Like for them to just go so left field with that, like, you've got to admire that. And that includes breakthrough VR technology that we revealed at E3 2012. Since then, we've delivered some of the very best VR experiences in gaming, from Doom to Fallout 4 to Skyrim, and we're not done. Hey. Two of the franchises that we just heard about are going to also offer VR experiences. So, when Prey's Typhon Hunter is released later this summer, you'll be able to experience the competitive mode that Susan and Ricardo were just talking about in virtual reality. And... It will also include a single-player experience that puts you in the boots of Transstar employees working to solve puzzles aboard the Talos One space station. I'm also excited to announce a new doesn't wait for applause. See, that's, a, that's why he's a fucking pro. It's called Wolfenstein Cyberpilot, in which you play a hacker who can take over Nazi robots and turn these war machines against their masters. And our ever-ending quest to bring the message of fuck Nazis to every platform possible. <laughs> Both the Prey and Wolfenstein VR experiences are playable this week at our booth at E3, so please stop by and give them a try. Now... We are really excited about everything that we've shown here tonight, but I know there are a lot of you who are really here or really wondering about Fallout 76. Yeah, I would say I'm in that camp of people. And I'm pleased to tell you that your wait is finally over. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the recipient of numerous Lifetime Achievement and Hall of Fame awards. He is the game director at a studio that has won a bevy of accolades and awards. And he's here tonight to tell us what he and his team have been taking so damn long to tell us all about. <laughs> Will you please welcome my very good friend, Mr. Todd Howard. Alright, the main event, guys. This could be it incredible or it could be an absolute disaster depending on if it is all the weird rumored stuff you've been hearing about and that stuff could be great or it could be bad so this is it we're all here thought howard's a good man good. to have in front of a camera oh it's great to be back at e3 thank you thank you so much I could not be more excited to be here. I want to thank all our fans who came out tonight. He's a guy who doesn't look like he should be confident in front of camera, but he just is very natural. And the millions of you watching online, we can't thank you enough. This is actually my 25th year at Bethesda, and I have seen... I have seen a lot of cool things in that time. I gotta say, tonight is definitely, definitely one of them. I got to go to the very first E3 right here in Los Angeles. I know, they're so cute when they're little. <laughs> they're full of energy nice. and life. And then, uh, remember when little E3 ran away from home, went to Atlanta? Yes, you, a lot of you didn't come. I liked Atlanta or East Coast. And then E3 went through the, the moody teen years and came back and locked itself in its room. <laughs> Remember, it was in the convention center, but just in the meeting rooms. They didn't invite anybody. And I can remember literally walking between the halls and seeing nobody. I was like, this is how 
a zombie movie starts. <laughs> and now E3 has grown up, it's in its 20s, it's more confident, can handle its alcohol better, like all of you. <laughs> Thank you. So there's a, good, there's a good party after this, so pace yourselves. And I hope you're comfortable, by the way. I'm going to be here for a while. <laughs> nice. And E3 has become such an incredible week of entertainment, but we know that most of you came here for one thing. Thank you. I think it's to see where we're putting Skyrim next. Hey, embraced it. Hopefully now it'll fucking die. Well, I think we have the best one yet. The Elder Scrolls speak <laughs> of the past and the future. Now, Skyrim looks to the future, to its ultimate version. Alexa, play Skyrim. You're level 57 and see a tall snowy mountain. Climb it. Now, Skyrim and life become one. This is great. Fus Roda! I didn't catch that. Fus Roda! I didn't quite catch that. Fus Roda! Your shout echoes all the way to Sovngarde. What happened? Fus Roda. That's the command for knocking things over. Is there a command for picking shit up? Haven't reached that level yet. I'm sworn to carry your burdens. Ooh. The dragon unleashes <laughs> fire breath on you. Okay. You have 7% health left. Oh, shit. Uh, I, I drink a health po potion. You are out of health potions. Oh, uh, oh uh, how many uh, wheels of cheese do I have left? 473. I eat all the cheese. I eat all of the cheese. All the hmm? Hey, huh? Um, remember what the doctor said about dairy. Yes, right, yes, of course. You're the greatest. Thank you so much. I eat all of the cheese. Introducing Skyrim. Very special edition. <laughs> also coming soon to Etch-A-Sketch. Motorola Pagers. Oh, shit. And your Samsung Smart Refrigerator. This is good. This is... That's cool. Because people have been making this joke for literally a year, non-fucking-stop. And now it can end. And it was killed by Bethesda. It's like a beautiful life and had death to, of a meme. And then it ends. Okay, really. Uh, we both know why you're here, and that's to talk about the next Fallout. Oh, he called it the next Fallout. Like a proper Fallout 76 one. is a prequel to all the other games, and it's our biggest one yet. It is four times the size of Fallout 4. Yeah. Set fire. in the hills of West Virginia, you are one of the first to emerge into an untamed and very different wasteland. It's going to be the same trailer from Microsoft. Yeah, it looks like the exact same opening, at least. It's a good trailer. They show a lot of um, 
different uh, versions of the Survivor, which could hint at the uh, multiple players thing. But. Oh. Pardon me. But I. Uh, I hope it's still just going to be a good Fallout game. What they've shown so far and talked about, it sounds very promisingly that. 300 years after our great nation began, we gather together to honor the completion of Vault 76. This sprawling underground shelter may have been engineered by Vault Tech, but it was built by you. So that if the bombs do come, our way of life will endure. Almost heaven. West Probably shouldn't whistle at three in the morning. Life is all there, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, knowing about This is a good trailer. Cause it just captures the flavour they're going for, right? Like, this isn't uh, inappropriate for the setting, like that Rage 2 one, or that DLC for Prey. For when the fighting has stopped, and the fallout has settled, you must rebuild. Yeah, like, they're showing player characters that are like women, black, white, every race, colour, creed. And ultimately, America itself. Vault 76, our future begins. Oh, God, I'm trying to hold in these yawns, I apologize. Vault 76, one of the very first vaults to open, was built to celebrate America's tercentenary, which is an awesome word, by the way. Like, that's your word of the night. Tercentenary. You are one of the very special few it's also not selected the word to be an the, occupant on and spent 25 years underground waiting for Reclamation Day, the day the vault opens. Nice. Oh Good shit. Morning, vault 76. This looks like gameplay. This is the overseer. I hope you all enjoyed the party last night. Even those who may have overindulged and overslept, but it's time to get up and get out there. We've been locked away long enough. Today is Reclamation Day. Oh, finally! I feared you'd never wake up. Don't you remember? Time to leave the vault. Most of the others have already gone. It may be time to leave, but I'll never forget the day you all entered Vault 76. You come from every walk of life, every race, color, and creed. But you all share one very important trait. You are this country's 
best and brightest. But more importantly, you'll always be my family. How much are they going to show here? That's my question. Alright. We always start with the world, and this time it features all new rendering, lighting, and landscape technology. It allows us to have 16 times the detail and even view distant weather systems across the map. Now, most people don't know West Virginia that well. It is an incredible array of natural wonders, towns, and government secrets. This is where the actual nuclear secrets are. And the quest the overseer sends you on will take you through six distinct regions, each Man, with their own style, this is, risks, and rewards. This is full on. There's plenty of cool new Fallout creatures, and we even use the folklore of West Virginia to bring our Fallout versions to life. Jesus, some of these things look terrifying. Oh, all, well, all these things look fucking terrifying. We have always wanted to tell that story of what it will be like for you and the other characters who were first to leave the vaults. But there is one big difference with this game. It's that each of those characters is a real person. Okay, here we go. Because yes, Fallout 76 is entirely online. Wow, entirely online. That's a big word. Okay. I know, there's a lot. Uh, you have like a thousand questions right now. So I'm going to go through them in order. <laughs> now I'll hit a couple of the big ones. First, of course you can play this solo, all right? Okay. You'll, you'll be who you want, exploring a huge world, doing quests, experiencing a story, and leveling up. We love those things about our games too. It would not have it any other way. But also, like many of you, we have always wanted to see what our style of game could be with multiplayer. So many of us talk about experiences in our games, but we've never experienced them together. So about four years ago, we hit upon an idea that is perfect for Fallout. Open world, survival, every person and character is real. And it was an idea that we just couldn't shake. We knew we had to do it and do it in a really big way. Now, I know you may have played survival modes in like some of our previous games or some other online games, and we, you know, people wonder, is this hardcore survival? I like to think of it maybe, it's more softcore survival. 
Maybe that should be a new ESRB descriptor. Um, <laughs> death never means the loss of progression or the loss of your character. Your character isn't tied to one server. As a matter of fact, you'll never even see a server when you play. You'll be in a world with dozens, not hundreds and not thousands of other players. Hmm. It's the apocalypse. It's not an amusement park, okay? And you'll be able to join your friends whenever you want, and all of your progression goes with you. That's good. When we think about games, we think about worlds and the choices that you can make, the stories that you create and tell yourself. By creating a wide open world with very few rules, we have a game more than any game that we've ever done where the choices are yours, where you'll decide what happens. You'll decide the heroes and you'll decide the villains. Look, this is a whole new world for all of us here. And fortunately, our friends at vault have made a series of informational videos for when all of us emerge together. Man, they're so good at this shit. Why would you ever doubt that they'd be able to do this well? People were saying they were gonna ruin Fallout, like what? They're the best. As you venture out Why would they ruin anything? American frontier, some of your fellow survivors may not be neighborly. Jeez, they can just fucking attack you straight up. Chin up there, sport. Not all Vault 76 dwellers will be so hostile. Find them and brave the new world together. Whether you choose to explore the wasteland alone or with friends, your days will be filled with fun activities. You can run like a rabbit, fly like a bee. No matter what you do, you'll never get away from me Slightly concerned you won't be able to use VATS, that's the main way I play these games. Very little uh, free aiming for me. Oh my god, that's a giant sloth. That is terrifying. Like previous fallouts, you can play this game solo in Quest. But the easiest way to survive in the wasteland is to team up and build together. And in this one, you can build wherever you want. And nice. you can also then move that to wherever you want. Oh, cool. After thermonuclear war, man's towering industrial marvels may no longer stretch to the heavens. 
What separates man from beast? It is his desire to build. Get started with CAPS. The construction and assembly mobile platform. Construct your home of the future. With your home secure, you can now craft handmade ordnance at your leisure to hmm. give your altercations that personal touch. It falls on you and the ingenuity of your fellows to rebuild the America we hold dear. But don't become too attached too quickly. Monitor your environment for anything out of the ordinary. The home of tomorrow may undergo certain challenges. My God! After Some of these enemies look insane. Work with your neighbors to ensure success. There's no I in nuclear wasteland. Document your adventures. Your memories will shape the new American dream. What's that sound? There goes the neighborhood. This is all very well done. Yeah, we love dynamic game systems. So we thought, why don't we put multiple nuclear missile sites on the map? <laughs> and then let all of you do whatever you want with them. <laughs> That's great. Today's episode, Atomics for Peace. When you emerge from the comfort and safety of your vault, the world you know will have changed. Take your friendly old neighbor, Johnny. Rather than coming over to borrow a cup of sugar, he may now be coming over for murder. The time has come to seek out greater means of protection. Nuclear armaments. That's right. Courtesy of your Uncle Sam, these wonders of the atomic age can be found ah, right four in people your own backyard. All in power armor looks pretty how great. How does a like you acquire nuclear weapons, you may ask? Begin by inquiring with the locals. Gently coax them into cooperation. Use a little elbow grease if you have to. In the likely event you don't acquire a full code on your own, do not give up. Search for others who might be harboring a grudge. You'll have that nuclear launch code in no time. With the power of the atom at your fingertips, be responsible and consider your target carefully. Attention. Launch sequence activated. This could be... Will your bomb land on a rival camp of degenerates? A random stranger? The local wildlife? Whatever your target may be, take advantage of the resources. Sorry, I'm not saying much, guys. Gather rare and valuable resources. Oh. 
I'm taking in the uh, information like you guys probably were when you watched this. Yet these rewards don't come without risk. The fate of this new world is yours to command with the power of the atom. We know you've played a lot of our games and a lot of online games, but this one really is unique. We have built a platform, 100% dedicated servers, that will support this game now and for years to come. And look, look, we know this is new for all of you. It's new for us, it's a little bit scary. And to that end, we're gonna need your help. Because yes, we are going to have a beta. Okay. And it is sponsored by our friends at Vault-Tec as well, the Break It Early test application. Because evidently, these online games are hard, they can have some nasty issues. I, I read on the internet that our games have had a few bugs. <laughs> I did, I read it on the internet, so it's true. And that uh, sometimes it doesn't just work. Anyway, we know together that we are going to build something uh, really special. And we also know that all of you love our special editions. And we have an awesome collector's edition for you. It starts with a map of the world that glows in the fucking dark. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's great. So cool. Uh, it comes with figures you can put on the map. And it also comes with a Fallout collectible that really I've always wanted, so we made them for everybody to buy, and here it is. Oh. Straighten up okay. and fly right. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and fly right. Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top. Ain't no use in diving. What's the use of diving? Cool down. That's a pretty cool helmet. I don't know uh, if I fancy owning it, but. Yes, all of this, the Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition. So you're probably wondering, when is this game coming out? We're excited to say that it's coming out this year. Oh, nice. November? What fucking month are we even in? June? Thanks again for all five your support months. of Fallout. It's been 10 it's years since Fallout 3, our very first one. And it's been an incredible journey with all of you. We do have another Fallout anniversary that we are celebrating here at E3. It is the three-year anniversary of Fallout Shelter, which we announced and released right here at E3. And we have some cool surprises for you. Fallout Shelter is coming 
to the PlayStation 4. Okay. And because that guy said it, it's also coming to the Nintendo Switch. That game on a bus seems like a good you way to play, play that game. You can play it with the Joy-Cons or touch controls. And yes, it's still free. Um, And excited to say these versions are coming out tonight. Hey, there you go. Again, thank you so much for your support of all that we do coming here tonight. When we see how many of you our games have touched, it's incredibly special. Especially Fallout Shelter. That game has been played by over 120 million people. Incredible. That is more people than every game that we have made combined. Incredible. It does kind of make you stop and realize that our games can have new lives on any type of device or system. And you know, when we looked at the iPhone 11 years ago, we had a few ideas for mobile games. Fallout Shelter was one of them, and we did have another one that was far, far more ambitious, and we've been building it. And it's in the other franchise that you love from us. It is called The Elder Scrolls Blades. Like Fallout Shelter, we wanted an experience that we were not finding anywhere else. Here it is. Blades, at its heart, is a pure Elder Scrolls game. A massive first-person RPG with console-quality graphics, but with a uniquely mobile experience. Believe me when I say you have to see this running on an iPhone 10. This gigantic screen does not do it justice. You can tap to move or use dual sticks. Combat is all new and it follows your specific movements and timings. Harkening back to the first Elder Scrolls Arena, Loot that this game wrong features with you? both handcrafted and procedurally generated dungeons. And it's not just melee. You have a range of abilities and spells you can use. <laughs> and of course, you can create your own character and be who you want to be. Improving them, Leveling up, picking new abilities. And the entire game can be played in portrait mode. <laughs> that one was incredibly important to us, that you could play it however you wanted. You never know when you'll need a free hand. Oh, what? 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 To hold your coffee, what do you... Okay. Degenerates. Jesus. 
And it's not just dungeons. It's incredible outdoor areas. Yes, running on a phone. It really looks and plays incredible. I mean, if these are really phone graphics, then fuck. Looks pretty impressive. Bla nope. <laughs> Blaze has several modes of play. First, the Abyss. A roguelike experience where you can see how far you can go in an endless dungeon. And the Arena, where you will do battle one-on-one -on -one against other players and the main mode, the town. This is the hub for your story and quests. You are a member of the Blades. This is fucking the cool. top agents. Forced in exile, you return home to find your town destroyed and need to rebuild it. Yes, Blades also features a town building mode. You'll decide what your town looks like and be able to upgrade and decorate all of the individual elements in it. As your town levels up, you'll unlock new NPCs, quests, and more. You can even visit your friends' towns. I have a friend. This? It's gonna be great. Huh? This is an Elder Scrolls game that you can play however and wherever you want. And we are going to bring Blades to every device and system we can. Phones, PCs, consoles, also virtual reality. Nice. On mobile, all the way up to high-end VR on PCs. And what's really cool <laughs> is all of those connect to each other. Smart. So one of my dreams... Very smart. Is we'll go back to that portrait mode, which I like to call meeting mode. Because if you're in a meeting on your... F playing a game, in portrait mode, no one knows you're playing a game. And so with Blades, you could be in a meeting playing Blades against someone at home in VR. Blades is coming this fall for free. Yay! That's what we like to hear. And you can pre-order it tonight on both the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Also, this week, go to playblades.com and register for early Let's access. Play if you're here at E3, Blades is going to be playable. Any Beyblades fans? So please come Just by and me. check it out. You really need to see it running on the phone. We'd love to see you. Please come by. I just want to thank you all again, all of our fans here, everybody watching online, for all of your support over the years. It is so exciting to show you all that we have coming out this year, and it is an honor and a blessing to represent all of the incredible people at Bethesda Game Studios. We have three offices now in Maryland, Montreal, and Austin. There's a lot of them here tonight. I uh -huh. want them to hear your appreciation for their work. I like you, Todd Howard, but it's 10 to 4. Can we... Can we wrap this? 
please. Please rock this. Thank you. Just the best team and group of people I could ever hope for. Ama amazing. Um, we also thought, since we're all here together tonight and it's so special, maybe we'd do something a little different, too. And tell you what we have coming beyond this year in the future. Okay. We have also been working on a brand new next-generation single-player game. Mm-hmm. Go on. But this one is in an all-new epic franchise. Ooh. Our first wholly original franchise in 25 years. We're excited to announce our next adventure. This is why you love E3. Moments like this. It's a spacey space. Starfield. I've heard that word recently. I wasn't 100% sure what it was for. I guess it was a Bethesda thing. Cool. Is a game that we have spent years thinking about and working on. Something we feel uniquely positioned to pull off and that we're incredibly excited about. But. We're also building toward the game after that. <laughs> I beg your pardon, Todd? And it's the one you keep asking about. Oh my god. These motherfuckers. It's an Elder Scrolls game. Okay, actually, now I'm really done. I just want to thank you all for your time tonight, the time you've spent in our worlds. We'll see you out there. Can I get another round of applause, please? Another round of applause, please, for Todd Howard.
Alright, PE, bring us home. We only get him Let up me here go like to sleep. Once every three E3s, but boy, when he shows up, he brings the goods. Thanks also to all of our studios and teams around the world who are so dedicated to giving our fans the very best games. If you're a gamer on any platform of any kind, we think we've got something for you. And I hope you're as excited about what you've seen tonight as we are, whether it's a new Fallout game, a new Elder Scrolls game from Bethesda Game Studios that you can play on your phone for free, Rage 2, Doom Eternal, and so much more. We're really excited. Now, remember, if you want to be one of the first to play Elder Scrolls Blades or join the Fallout 76 beta, you need to go to BethesdaNet and register. It's easy and it's free. For all of you here with us tonight, thank you so much for joining. The party is going to continue afterwards. For everyone else around the world, thank you so much for joining us. Everyone have a good night and a great E3. Alright. I'm glad I stayed up because now I know Fallout 76 is multiplayer Fallout. I'm going to play the shit out of that with my friends. Uh, the, the new Elder Scrolls come in. There's Starfield, whatever that's going to end up being. It's just the end of press conference. Uh, Montage. Right. So Fallout 76 looked great. So it also looks great. Uh, Todd Howard, that guy, he's considering he's been going 25 E3s, doesn't look a day over 25, ironically. Um, now I'm really, really pumped for that game. There was a lot of that press conference, though, that was very awkward. A lot of the hosts, it was like they'd never been in front of more than three people at once. It was really weird. They kept trying to get the crowd to cheer for him, like, listen up with arms, like, come on, yeah. And he didn't, he didn't really come off very well. It, it, that stuff can be endearing, but I don't think it came off that way. I think it just came off like they were all really awkward. But then you had uh, Pete Hines and Todd Howard, who just the two most natural people in front of a camera in the world. You think they've been doing it all their lives. Um, so, yeah, ups and downs, but overall, the game I came into this uh, whole event looking forward to was the one they showed like 15, 20 minutes of. And they did a really, really good job of making you, like, realise this is just a Fallout game. It's just, it's just going to be a really fucking good game by the looks of it, you know? And it's multiplayer. It reminds me of Resident Evil 5, um, which a lot of people will just suddenly be recoiling in horror at. But Resident Evil 5 is just Resident Evil 4, but multiplayer. Resident Evil 4 is one of the greatest games ever made. You get to play that with a friend. I don't know... You know, Fallout 4 had its haters, but for me, I loved Fallout 4. To play that online with a friend is going to be fucking mint. Like, what's the, where's the downside there? The downside may be that you can't use VATS, but, I mean, it's worthwhile trade, right? If you want to use VATS, you can still play Fallout 4. That still exists. It's still an enormous game. Uh, this is something different. And, you know what? If I trust anyone with anything brand new it's Bethesda with a brand new take on a Fallout game like you know if there's anything they can do properly it's that so without further ado I'm going to stop this recording 
I'm going to quickly edit it. I'm going to quickly put it up on the website. And then I'm going to quickly go to bed and hopefully quickly fall to sleep. Get about four hours of sleep, go to work, rush home after work. It's another evening of press conferences. Uh, I believe we've got Sony tomorrow, Square Enix. Uh, the PC gaming show, I think, is tomorrow. And so is Ubisoft. So <sighs> that's my next two nights. It's tough as well because... I think the Sony one tomorrow ends about this time, four in the morning, so I don't really have much of a choice but to only get eight hours sleep in the next 48 hours, uh, so that's going to be interesting, but, you know, doing the podcast for you guys is just a nice little side benefit, I would have been up watching it anyway, thinking these things instead of saying them out loud, so enough dilly-dallying. I'm going to go to bed, and I'll catch you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.